this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, guys? Gengar Greasy here with my brother, No Gimmicks. What's up, everyone? Episode 20 of the Poke Tower Podcast. We have some great things in store for you guys. We told you that uh, with the coming of episode 20, we were going to do some new exciting things uh, to help grow this podcast and uh, continue, yeah, growing. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully you guys like the new stuff. We'll be uh, looking for your feedback on some of the new things that we've added to the show. And uh, with that being said, Apple listeners, please, if you haven't yet, if you're on your iPhone right now, subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Apple uh, Podcasts and rate us. Give us a rating. We got a couple more ratings. I think we're about to break uh, 30 five-star ratings, which is really cool for us. And um, yeah, I think we're also trucking towards our goal of almost 4,000 streams. So that's really good. You got anything to say on that? Yeah, big goals. Big news, <laughs> big, big goals. goals, new show. Um, well, not new show, same podcast, same yeah. collectible uh, advice and same value and knowledge, but just new segments and some new uh, info to keep you guys, you know, uh, interactive, keep you guys, you know, listening to the podcast, keep everything new, keep us on our toes, you know, bring yep. some new stuff yep. in. So uh, it's going to be exciting. Evolve the, with us. Yep. Adapt. Let's All right. Go. So this week we start off episode 20 of the podcast with a new segment. This segment is the High Roller Pokemon Sale of the Week on eBay. And what that is, is a brand new segment about the highest selling card in the last seven days on eBay. Check it out. All right, guys, let's go. We won the slot. It's like winning the lotto. Highest Pokemon sale of the week, the high roller section. This is just a quick section on us giving you guys a breakdown on the highest selling card on eBay. I think week to week um, is going to be interesting. And I think it also gives us, uh, you know, a look at where the big, big money is going in Pokemon. And I have a feeling, even though today may be a little more uh, predictable, I have a feeling as, as long as we cover this every week, I think we're going to start to see things that we didn't see last year because we never paid attention to these big, big prices. So um, what I mean by that is that maybe maybe next week we have a different card and that makes us look at different sets. It makes us look at different rarities, things like that. Because why would someone with a big wallet be paying money for this or, or that card for that matter? But it's week one. This is a brand new segment, and I, I think we all knew where this one was going. It was a PSA 9 first edition Charizard, the Shadowless Thick Stamp. He's got the whole thing in the in the description there. So first edition Shadowless PSA 9 Charizard and Thick Stamp. This one sold for $62,886.60. That was uh, like three days ago. The... Uh, there wasn't even a, a close second in terms of sales. <clears throat> but I don't think we're going to see a, a Charizard sale every week. They usually come every few months. So I have a feeling um, the more information we get to build on this, uh, the more you know we, could, we can definitely you know, give you guys ideas of what cards to maybe be looking at or what sets. Uh, because these investors, right, these, these guys with big wallets, they know, they know what's on the rise before we do. That's why they make these big purchases. Um, and that's not to say that this person wasn't this isn't personal collection, but there's always a chance uh, that there are deeper interests in that, and um, hopefully it gives us gives us a good perspective on where the big money's going, and that just trickles downhill. Yeah, and to touch on that same thing, uh, this sixty-two thousand dollar car, like it's it's pretty self-explanatory as to why it sold for sixty sixty-two thousand dollars. It's a PSA nine first edition. It's a Charizard Shadowless, right? It's got it meets all the criteria to be a very expensive card. But we did also see um, that Raichu, right? Oh yeah, we did see a Raichu. Yeah, that was like what thirty two thousand. Thirty two thousand. It was a, um, it was a PSA. I think it was a Gem Mint ten. Um, I don't even remember what it was actually, but it was a holographic Raichu. I'm not sure if it was base set or if it was uh, from a different set like Fossil or something like that. But it was first edition. Yeah. So exactly, like with that card, how many people are really looking at you know Raichu hollows? You know what I mean? Or yeah. how many how many people how many Raichus are out there compared to, you know, raw Charizards that are in decent condition, you know what I mean? So cards like that, that, that may pop up, 
um, that aren't competing against the Charizard, you know, say next week, right? right. Yeah. That, those are those are the cards that we're gonna be able to expand on. And be able to say, hey, look, these cards are still out there. This one went for a very you know significant <clears throat> price. Yes, it is a PSA nine. That's gonna be very hard to come by. You know, in terms of these high yeah. dollar cards, because these high dollar cards are high dollar cards because they're hard to come by. Now, but maybe maybe seeing a price point like that towards a yeah. different a different way of collecting, different way to think, a different plan, yeah. a different way of maneuvering. You know, collecting and monetizing this hobby. It's just a different route. You know, it gives you a different look, a different you know advantage point mm-hmm. in the you know how you're going to collect or how you're going to get ahead of the curve. And and that's not that's not to say that you're going to go find a raw first edition you know thick stamp Charizard, grade it and turn it into sixty k. But the idea is that hey, you know what? I totally forgot that a first edition Charizard is out there because I've been doing all this other stuff. Why not go look at some raw ones? Maybe I do pay twelve hundred for one. Maybe I do pay two thousand for one raw. But if you know. Hopefully 20 weeks in, you've gotten better at grading cards. You've gotten better at seeing the, the different things that we see. Um, and you see, and you, you make that big purchase, and now you have a Grail card that, you know, can can be insane amount of value. And especially, like, with the Raichu. We saw the Raichu at 34000 Who's to say that there isn't, you know, 10 of those floating around raw on eBay, where one of them maybe grades a PSA 8 or better? Exactly. So yeah. this is, this is high-level stuff, but we think you guys are and ready. Again, again, like, how many... How many people really look up the highest sale for Pokemon? Yeah, they don't. Every we week? don't. You don't. We don't. So yeah. a lot of us, our mindset is is based on small gains or what we can afford or what is within our means, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's good to stay in your lane, but at the same time, you need to overextend and look into other lanes. So that yeah. way, that way you can see, you know, okay, okay, this is what's going on over there. This is what's going on over there. This is how this this is what all the big money's looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay, how can I? Where do I fit in right yeah. there? This is my niche. Where do I fit into that? Even broader than that. Typically, when something like this happens, the rest of the set follows in some sort of fashion. So yeah. maybe maybe you start looking at your base set prices. Maybe you want to move some base set. Maybe you want to buy some base set. It's likely when something like this happens, everything else gets affected. Like I said, it rolls downhill. Um, so maybe, maybe base set will be on the rise here shortly. And I think with the 25th anniversary coming up, uh, there's probably... This is probably one of the safest buys this guy could have made. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this a PSA nine uh, Shadowless Charizard uh, first edition sell for like a hundred k this year. Would not be surprised. Easily. This guy, this guy just yeah, caught it early. Easily. This guy just caught it early. I mean, not and we know we know nobody has you know sixty k to play around with, but the idea is to get you to look at things that you stopped looking at because maybe it was out of your price range. Diversify, mm-hmm. diversify, and just you know get your eye out there. You know, refresh. Yeah. You Even wanna, though it's unobtainable, it doesn't mean that you still can't look. Yep. You want to play like the big boys, you got to see what the big boys are playing. Exactly. I agree. So that sums up the first segment of our new episode 20 for the Poketar Podcast. This is the high roller sale of the week on eBay for Pokemon. We'll try to keep it Pokemon all the time uh, because this is the Poketower. Hopefully you guys liked it. And let's get into the next one here. All right, guys. This is the newest segment of the Poketar podcast called the underrated overrated game one host here on the show whether it's me or Devin will be given two minutes to give our underrated overrated opinion on the various topics submitted to us uh, via the discord so you guys in the discord (laughs) in our private discord send us a phrase or a topic and we have to kind of shoot out what we think would be you know Underrated, overrated, and why. Uh, this week, we have a handful. Um, if you guys want to participate, please click the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok. And we and what you basically do is you'll click the link to the Discord and you'll be in. You're in, and you guys can join the conversation with us. You can get the scoop on Gengar Greasy and no gimmicks before it even happens. So without further ado, we're going to put two minutes on the clock. And Devin... Is the contestant for this week's show. <laughs> all right. I'm going to list off all the stuff that you guys uh, added. And thank you guys for your participation. This is going to be really fun and hopefully educational at the same time. I hope so. All right. Hold on a second. Let me get my uh, timer ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Here as we ready go. as I can be. I don't know how this is going to go. Right. Let's see. We set the timer for two minutes. I like how I'm the guinea pig. Here we go. Timer for two minutes and set. 
Go. Yu-Gi-Oh! Structure decks. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh! Structure decks. I think they are underrated. Um, <laughs> in terms of in terms of collecting, I'm really not sure because I haven't collected too many Yu-Gi-Oh! Structure decks, but I do know if you're trying to play them in terms of playability, you need at least three of them because that gives you three copies of the card that come inside the structure deck. Next. Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, overrated. I don't like Pikachu at all. I've never been a Pikachu collector. Um... <laughs> But there is some big Pikachu cards out there. One that I highly, highly recommend is Cracked Ice Pikachu, 100%. Even though it's from XY Evolutions, I really like that card because it's the only hollow that was offered in that that Pikachu art. Next. Joey Wheeler. Joey Wheeler, underrated. Uh, Red Eyes is, looks way cooler than Blue Eyes. Um, oh, man. It does have less attack, but and in terms of collectability, Blue Eyes sells for more than Red Eyes, but Red Eyes has more playability, I think. I'm pretty sure they are coming out with some new support cards for the Blue Eyes, but Red Eyes has had a whole lot more accessory cards and trap and spell cards along with monsters and summonings and special summonings. So, next. Okay. Steam Siege. Steam Siege. Steam Siege is underrated, I think. I think Steam Siege is actually Ooh. a pretty good set. A lot of people don't look at it. Just like Rebel Clash, a lot of people slept on it and a lot of people don't like it, but I think it's a really good set because when it's gone, not a lot of people will have these cards in their collection because they didn't appreciate them. Mega Steelix. Next. Japanese cards, any TCG. Japanese cards, I don't normally uh, collect. I don't, I don't, I don't like Japanese cards personally. But, but there is a there is a condition. I do like Japanese um, Digimon cards. I do like Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and uh, <laughs> I do like some Japanese promo cards that come out in, in Pokemon. And I do think that those promos are valuable. Next. Kanazawa Pikachu. Kanazawa Pikachu, underrated. There's way too much uh, hype over the. Uh, Special Delivery Pikachu that's bringing down the Kawazawa Pikachu, and I think Kawazawa Pikachu is 100% way better than Special Delivery Pikachu because it is the Japanese version. It comes with the back and the front, and it looks awesome. I Ooh. like it a lot. 50 Seto bucks. Kaiba. 50 bucks. Seto Kaiba, I think he's overrated. They made him, uh, actually, he's goaded, you know. Time is up. You want to finish your thought on Kaiba there? Uh, yeah. I think he's, uh, I think he's goaded. You know what I mean? There's no underrated or overrated here. I think he's goaded. Blue Eyes oh. puts up the numbers in terms of collectability. He is the number one collectible like card in Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, he's like the Charizard of Yu-Gi-Oh. So anyone who doesn't know Yu-Gi-Oh, that's, that's Seto Kaiba. He is like, I don't know how you describe him. If you watch Dragon Ball Z, he's, he's properly like rated. Yeah, he's properly rated. He's a okay. He's cool. And I think any card that kind of surrounds him or his vibe or was in his deck in the show is very valuable. Yeah. Just because he is a goat. He's Man. a goat. So, last thing I want to touch on before we end this segment. Yu-Gi-Oh! Structure Decks. I thought was interesting when Devin brought it up. But um, think about Starter Deck Joey, Starter Deck Yugi, Starter Deck Kaiba. Those boxes are like over $600 sealed right now. And if you grade the cards inside of them, it gets expensive very fast. Um, not to say that that's going to happen with the modern game. Um, but I think that's part of the reason why they're underrated. None of us saw that coming. None of us. They're really hard to find. But uh, that's it for the underrated, overrated game show. Two minutes. We just buckshot everything. Please continue sending your one word. Uh, your what's it called? Yeah. How did I? Yeah. How did I do? One word. Yeah. Let let Devin know. How did I do? Did you guys I do can hop right? in the Discord. Hop in the Discord. Let us know on the underrated, overrated tab. If you're not in the Discord, all you gotta do is click the link in my TikTok or Instagram. I know you guys are listening. Click it. If you click the Discord link, you have access in. You can join. It's an app. It's fun. We all talk there. We do duel links. Uh, we battle. We, we've been dueling all week against each other. There is a, there's one, one thing I want to touch on. For those of you that don't have TikTok and cannot click on the link in the bio, um, we will find a way to get the Discord out to you guys. We just have to figure out a good way that's not going to put it out there publicly to where we're going to get a bunch of trolls yeah but at the same time you know just shoot, have, us, shoot us an email yeah shoot us an email maybe like say hey i'm interested in the discord can you send us the link yep we could do that um we could do that so that's the poke tower the poke tower podcast at gmail.com send us an email saying hey i don't have a tiktok i really want to be a part of the discord i want to be a part of the community i want you know a more one-on-one yeah <laughs> type yeah. of communication with you guys that's anyone what it who's is. in it really there gets is. to really talk with us like real yeah. time um, and it also a whole lot more personal helps us sure. on the show. So, like, if you want to, because we're not doing question segments anymore. So, if you want, you know, something on the show, like, if you wanted your two cents on the underrated, overrated, you would submit in that tab. We also have a Detective Pikachu tab that we're trying to work here, where basically you guys can send us content that you think is sketchy. Like, hey, this guy's saying we should be doing this. What do you think? And we will investigate as if we were Detective Pikachu, and we'll figure it out. 
Yep. So um, Discord is for those of you that don't know, it's just an easier way to have a have our own community. It's like be a able to talk Facebook to each group. other. Yeah, it's like a Facebook group. Yeah. So that we can all talk to each other. We can all you know figure out each other's ideas. Some of us have similar collecting. We hobbies. joke around. Joke we around. share cards. Yeah. So all kinds of stuff on there. Go check it out if you guys are interested. If you guys like the podcast, I would say I recommend it 100. 100. All right, guys, let's get into the next segment here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another new segment of the Pokey Tower podcast, the Digi Destined segment. This will be a new segment where I get to talk to you guys about Digimon cards, um, vintage, modern, things of that nature. Um, and yeah, I think the cat's out of the bag now that I've been collecting Digimon. Um, it's crazy because I think since the modern release, um, we were talking about it a long time ago, guys, on our uh, TikTok lives. Someone was asking, you guys collecting Digimon? I was like, I love Digimon. Yeah. You're going to get the modern? And I was like, mm, I don't know, maybe. And my dad actually pre-ordered a ton. I didn't get any. Believe it or not, I don't have any. Um, but since that day, I remember telling my dad, I said, you know, if that's what's going on, I bet you vintage Digimon is getting ready to pop off. And over like the last, what, four or five months, just been researching, been looking, been adding stuff to the watch list. Um and uh, finally pulling the trigger on, on all this Digimon stuff. I kept it quiet because, you know, a lot of people are um, associating trading cards and, like, investing to me, which is cool. I, I think that's that's cool that you guys look at us for, like, money tips and stuff like that. But I would feel terrible to tell you to be buying Digimon cards and they don't pop off. I'm not buying them for that at all. Not buying that for... It would be great. It would be a great surprise if that happens, but I'm buying them because... They're freaking rare. Like, that's what attracted me to them. They're really hard to find. Super hard to find, um, especially the the vintage stuff and just the, the nostalgia overall um, is amazing. And looking at, like, different cards, you guys see us do, we did Yu-Gi-Oh! We do Pokemon. You guys have seen me dive into uh, Dragon Ball Super. I dive into sports cards. Like, I do, I want, I'm a collector. I'm not just a Pokemon card collector, and I don't ever want to be pigeonholed into that. So... I had to start sharing Digimon content, and you guys, that'll be a part of my, you know, everyday content, um, and yeah, I wanted to bring this segment in, because I think it, it helps out the podcast, it helps us grow the podcast, because there are some of you that are interested in Digimon, um, so I think it's a great time to start talking about it, as you, I'm sure you guys can see, it's already starting to pop off just a little bit, um, but yeah, let's get into it, so that's the story of me starting to collect Digimon. Um, I have a lot of stuff here at the house that you guys will be seeing, you know, when I share it on TikTok and things like that. And I'll try to give a little story on the backstory of it. Like the other day we talked about um, Series 1 booster boxes and and how you can tell the difference between what's American, what's Euro, uh, why is it sealed, what's long crimp, what's short crimp, all that stuff. So I'll try to keep it as educational as possible. But today we're going to talk about the animated series versus the Digibattle series. Um, and I think it's very important for you guys to know which ones you like or which ones you remember before you just start buying all this Digimon stuff. Um, as a kid, I never had animated series. The animated series is, um, it's like upper deck cards. They look like baseball cards. Um, and they're just kind of screenshots and artwork from the TV show that they put on a card. And there's a little bit of information on the back. They're really nice. They're thick. They remind me of baseball or basketball cards. But I never had those as a kid. When I, if I did have any, it's because it was like a promo that came with like a toy that we got. But I never got like booster packs of Digimon animated series. That's what you would look for if you're into that Digimon animated series. There was like a series one and a series two. Um, but for me, it was Digibattle. I had starter deck, uh, starter deck stuff, and I had like movie promos and Taco Bell promos, things like that. Um, not too many booster pack stuff because I don't think our parents bought us that stuff. Um, but yeah, so the difference here, uh, Digibattle were the cards that you guys could actually battle with, um, and look kind of much like you know Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. Um, you have life points and things like that, and you can evolve your monsters. You can use items and things like that, um, and that's that's what I'm more interested in. I, I actually got a free um, animated series pack, but I didn't even buy it. But I mean, they look cool, but I'm just not interested in it. And I, I bring that up because I don't want you guys buying stuff just because you think you're going to make money. I think that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. You should be buying what you want. Um, so the animated series cards, if you're into that, 
that's what you want to look. And a lot of people are trying to figure that out when they go on eBay. They're like Digimon cards. And then they don't know the difference between an animated series and a Digi Battle pack. So their artwork is different on the booster packs. Make sure you guys research that. Um, and also the booster boxes are different. The booster boxes are kind of hard to tell. So make sure they say Digi Battle on them if you want the Digi Battle cards like the ones I've been showing. And if you want the animated series, make sure it says it on there. Um, they're few and far between. But make sure you guys do your homework and you understand which one's which. Um, in terms of which one's going to be worth more money, I have no idea. It's very interesting. Because Digi Battle was very like low print. You guys can try and find them on the internet. They're very hard to find. Um, but Animated Series did something really cool too. Where they released an exclusive preview. Which is basically the same Animated Series card. But they have uh, gold and silver stamps on them. Instead of just like a regular Digimon stamp. They have gold and silver. And to add to that, they also had gold prism cards that were serial numbered out of 100. And these cards, guys, are getting listed like in PSA 8, PSA 9 for like 70K, 80K. It's insane. Um, but my interest is not there in the animated series. Um, it's one of those things if, if I continue to look at them and I find a reason to collect them, I will. Um, but I'm not going out of my way to get them. I'm all in on Digibattle. So I think that's, that's all we wanted to really cover. Um, we're going to go into it each week. If you guys have questions, you can hit us up in the uh, Discord, and that'll probably prompt me to share some content on the podcast. Devin, Digimon, you in? Yeah, I'm definitely in on Digimon. Um, one thing I did want to touch on, though, is when I was doing some uh, Digimon searching, hunting for uh, booster boxes, I did come across some older like Digimon-looking um, like stickers, mm. and... They look, it's like a PSA to anyone who wants to collect Digimon cards. Um, they look almost exactly like a booster box. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the original booster boxes, they look almost exactly like it. Mm -hmm. So if you guys didn't go out and try to look for booster boxes of these old vintage um, dig, uh, Digimon cards, make sure that you're not buying stickers. Yeah. The stickers are collectible, but yeah, I, I could see someone totally thinking they got a booster box and it's not because there's people selling these booster boxes like oh the booster box is like i mean of of stickers for like a 100 bucks and you're like that's oh, a deal oh yeah, yeah deal and then right, right right you know and then you're like wait these are stickers this is wrong no one told me about this so just a quick psa uh put that out there so you guys know do your research guys please do your research don't just hop in and start spending money i spent a lot of time in the weeks i mean every since before like winter started like around the fall time when everyone was talking about digimon and all that stuff i was on youtube watching videos i was messaging people trying to understand you know what's what's fake what's not what's why is this pack look like this why does this pack how many variants are you know all kinds of different questions uh, and educated myself um so i would highly recommend you do that and um don't stress yourself out you got to have fun you got to have you got to collect what you like and i think it makes it more fun when you can't find stuff that you want like that's that's been the one thing about digimon that's like really attractive to me is i actually enjoy the scavenger hunt of going around trying to find this card um and believe it or not some sellers on ebay have even hit me up saying hey thanks for your order i have other digimon that isn't listed let me know what you're looking for so get out there network and have fun hunting guys hopefully you guys liked the very first segment of digi destined and we will continue to evolve this every week based on your guys's feedback anything else no that was good i liked it all right let's go let's go yeah that's right you guys already know it is oh. the last newest segment of the poke tower podcast it is heart of the cards so in this segment we're gonna be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, we aren't going to go too in-depth uh, on this stuff. We're just going to be talking about general knowledge um, of cards. Um, the most expensive cards in the set, you know, how many cards came in the set, when they came out. We're just going to get to know Yu-Gi-Oh, learn it together. Um, we're not going to get, like I said, too in-depth. We want to have fun with this. We want to make it, um, I don't know, what's the word? We want to make it... Uh, enlightening. Enlightening, yeah, enlightening. We just want to bring knowledge out there. Enlighten me. Remind so, me of things I'm forgetting about. If you guys, If you guys like it, if you guys like it, uh, let us know in the Discord. Let us know on our, our uh, Gmail, on our email account. Let us know on any of our social medias. Give um, us that feedback. Give us our feedback, yeah. But anyways, here we go, guys. This week, we're going to be covering uh, Legend of Blue Eyes. Yes, so if you guys already know, this is the first set to be released uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, it, it was released in March 2002. 
It consisted of 126 cards, and it also it was first edition and unlimited. So if you guys didn't know, um, the first edition is very, very expensive. Uh, I think boxes um, sealed go for like $5,000, $7,000, something like that. I might be wrong. I might even go for more than that. But First edition? Yeah, first edition. Oh, I think it's up in the 20s, 30s, 40,000s now. Okay. Yeah. So they're way up there. They're just like a base set Pokemon. Um, but again, the cards that you're looking for in this set are Exodia. So all the Exodia pieces, the left and right arm, left and right leg, and then the head. So five pieces. And then you have Blue Eyes. That's the Grail card. Dark Magician. Um, another great card. Swords of Revealing Light. It was a card used in the animes to hold back um, Kaiba's Blue Eyes White Dragon. So it's an iconic card. <laughs> um, and then you have Dark Hole. Uh, Regeki? I'm not sure how to say this. Regeki, right? That's how, that's how I you say, say Regiki. Regiki, Regeki. Kids said it all different kinds of ways, but that's the other one. It's Trap Card. Rage Kai. Uh, Rage Kai, <laughs> yeah. Pot of Greed. That's Everyone knows the iconic <laughs> that Pot is of Greed. an iconic card. Yeah. I, I play Pot of Greed, which allows me to summon, or which allows me to draw two additional cards from my deck. Anyways, uh, Monster Reborn, another iconic card uh, from the anime. So again, as you can see, uh, Legend of Blue Eyes played off a lot from the anime series. Like a lot of the cards that are uh, sought after, the are, ones that you remember, are the ones that you remember from the TV show. And keep, um, keep in mind too, with with Yu-Gi-Oh, things like Pot of Greed and Monster Reborn, even Blue Eyes and Dark Magician, those cards have all been reprinted in different sets. So if you're gonna hunt these cards, you gotta hunt them. You want to preface them with LOB. That's how you get the OG ones. Yep. But if you cannot afford uh, a first edition, because all first edition LOB cards, if they're graded and even if they're raw, are very, very expensive Big or money. beat up. So if you cannot afford a first edition one, there is an alternative option. You can, here you can go with the unlimited route. The unlimited is still being printed. It comes out in third-party uh, distributors. So you might see it at Walmart and Target sometimes in like uh, packs. Usually I think it's like Fairfield who does it. Uh, but they basically repackage these um, unlimited Yu-Gi-Oh packs and some people pull some pretty cool things from them. Um, I pulled a Dark Magician. Yeah, so Danny pulled a Dark Magician, an unlimited LOB Dark Magician. So that's, that's now a big, big If pool. he gets a 10, he's worth 3K. Huge. So again, they're still out there. The Unlimited still out there. You can still buy them. You can find people that are trying to scalp, just like Pokemon. They go to the store. At the store, they're usually like $7. Um, yeah. But you're going to find people selling them for 20 20 20 a pop. Or you might sell people selling a lot for, you know, $100, $150. Um, you got to know that these people are resellers, so you can just shoot your best offer, and most of the time they will take whatever you offer. Just them. trying to turn profit. They're just trying to turn profit, exactly. Yep. Any any money they can make other than their $7, they're happy. So that does it for the uh, Heart of the Cards. That's Legend of Blue Eyes, guys. Hope you guys learned something. Ooh, a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I like it, guys. And please leave your feedback on this stuff so we can continue to build this segment weekly. All right, let's get on to the next segment here. We did not forget the most important thing of all, Pokemon. I'm just kidding. Here it is, guys. The Devon Court segment, Sleepers. Um, this is all Pokemon. It's going to stay Pokemon for a very long time. Um, there is tons of Sleepers in every, any other TCG that we're, we're currently talking about on the podcast. But uh, in terms of Pokemon, there's tons of Sleepers to still talk about. There's tons to still cover. There's a bunch out there. So um, I want to keep those in your guys' uh, I don't know. I don't know what's the word in your guys' you know front view. You guys can see those cards first and make sure you guys are picking those ones up because Pokemon is like the number one hitter right now. It's mm -hmm. the number one hitter in terms of uh, uh, collecting. So again, let's get into it, guys. Sleepers, you guys already know what it is. It's Devoncore. So Empoleon, 120 out of 130. Yes, Empoleon. Why do I say Empoleon? Well, because there has been recent uproar of a uh, possible reveal of a uh, Diamond and Pearl remake coming in November. Uh, mm. late this year so with that said there's going to be some people who are, who are getting back into the game especially after um sword and shield's really big um following because everyone liked the way that sword and shield played maybe diamond and pearl the remake comes out like that and it brings more people into it and more people will become uh exposed to the diamond and pearl era when people fell off mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. the other cool thing about it too is that the kids who are growing up during this time and this is their first pokemon game coming out this is going to be their Charizard, their Blastoise, and their Venusaur. So for those kids, in 20 years, you may be holding a Holy Grail card, and you don't know it yet. Well, you don't know it yet. 
So here we go. Empoleon 120 out of 130 from Diamond and Pearl Base. You can find it raw for 15 to $40. Not bad at all. 15 to 40 that's usually the, that's the price range I would go with. I saw some for lower than $15, but again, those are the ones that are straight dog water. You don't want them. Um, <laughs> but a PSA 9 listed, there's only two listed. One mm. for 450 and one for 500 Someone's going to get that price. The last sold for 200 And that was like back in October, November. Oh, yeah. So the price is already going up, as you can see. Um, and again, this Empoleon, these next... Next cards on the sleeper list, I'm going to bring up another uh, good point here, is that they come in promos as well. So these are the uh, level level X is what they call these cards, um, but they're, they come in promos as well. Do not buy the promo. Do I think the promo is, is collectible? Yes, I do. Um, but the actual card pulled from the set yeah. is way more sought after, way more valuable just because of you know terms of pulling it um, and the rarity. So that's Empoleon. The next one up, I bet you guys guessed it. It's Infernate. So Infernate 121 from one, uh, 121 out of 130 from uh, Diamond and Pearl base set. Raw, it's going about 15 to $50. Again, I saw some listings for less, but those are no good. And then the last sold for PSA 9 was 200 bucks. So again, you're seeing a similar um, trend here, and I think that one sold back in um, November or December as well. Um, so again, you're seeing that $200 price point selling for the 9 but you're having cards priced at 450 500 and those being the only ones on the market right now. And since there's no 10, you could possibly have a 10 if you buy a $50 raw card, you know, that is very pristine, very nice, very good. Uh, but these ones have the hollows around the edges, so it is kind of hard to get a score of 10. The yeah. next one up here is uh, Torterra, which is 122 out of 130 from the same set, Diamond and Pearl Base. It's a uh, raw, 10 to $40. Uh, PSA 9, there's one listed right now for $450. So again, mm. similar to the Empoleon, like I said, these prices, they're going to be what they are now. They're 450 bucks. It's a $450 card. That's just what it's going to stay. Um, the last sold though was 250 bucks. And again, like I said, that was back, um, last few year, months. a few yeah. months ago. So interesting. Yeah. So hey. with the new remake, there's these, there's cool. all, there's all new possibilities for, uh, collecting cards that people aren't looking at. And especially from diamond and pro, a lot of people are sleeping on those cards. So a lot of people are selling them for cheap. Yeah. And I think a whole new strategy that we've introduced over the last few weeks too is CGC. Yes. There's a CGC. Oh, it's already sold. There's a CGC eight Infernape, uh, PSA, or uh, I guess they're saying PSA eight, PSA nine, but it's sold for $51. That's if you get, if you could snap that, if you can buy it for 50 bucks there, which is basically the price of a raw one, right? Crack it and pull a nine game. Yeah. That's game game. I mean, and that's a good idea. I didn't, if I didn't, if I didn't you, even well, look at it Well, if you're going to take standpoint. a chance on a fifty dollar card, yeah. you might as well get one that's in a fake slab. Did you see the one CGC? That, did you <laughs> like how you just threw that in there? Um, did you see the promos? No, there's, was, there's, there's promos of, of the cards too. Like I'm telling yeah. you, it, they'll list them as a diamond and pearl. Yeah, as a as a diamond and pearl, as like um, the booster pool. Yeah, as like a number set the card yeah, when it's that. a promo. I can see that. Um, so just be careful of that, guys, um, out there when you're looking on eBay and you're hunting for this card. If you hunt for this card, um, there is some that are just promos. Like I right. said, if you like it, get it. But uh, I think these other three right here are way more uh, desirable for similar, sure. It's similar to like Yu-Gi-Oh. The starter deck the starter deck pool is not as rare as the booster pack pool. Both can be valuable. Right. But um, yeah, if you get a booster pack card, that's just people just know. And they also mark them differently. Yep. So that's that covers the sleep uh, sleepers guys for this week. But we do have some lookout cards. These ones are big. If you guys are a shiny fanboy like me, shiny fangirl, you guys like shiny Pokemon. These ones are huge. You guys have no idea. Here we go. So lookouts for this week are Voltorb SH three from Stormfront. That is from the Diamond and Pearl series. Uh, it's the last set of the series. So this Voltorb is shiny. Raw, it goes for twenty to forty bucks. Oh, that is sweet. It goes raw from twenty to forty bucks. I think it's also a reverse hollow as well, which also makes yep. it really cool. Um, and the last sold PSA ten, eight hundred and ten dollars. This might be what? one of the nicest Voltorbs I've ever seen. What? Eight hundred and ten. Eight hundred and ten dollars. I'm just gonna say, if you like the Hidden Fates Voltorb, it was definitely taken from this art. Oh yeah, a Voltorb for sure, hundred percent. Um. Go check it out. This card is a banger. There's some out there. I'm telling you, there's some listed for 20 to 40 bucks. Go snag one. 
go snag one. What is a nine or an eight going to get you? Maybe a couple hundred bucks and you're buying one for 40. Sounds mm. like a sounds like a deal to me. All right. Next one up here is Drift Loon. Yep. Drift Loon. SH1 from Stormfront. Same set. Uh, the perks here is that it's shiny. You can still find them. They're listed raw for 30 to 50 bucks. There's not too many of them, but you can find them. And last sold for a PSA 10 was $610. What? Now, these are all recently within the last month. I think this what? was um, December 12th. Yeah, December 12th, these cards sold. Now, Duskull, he is probably, I would have never guessed this card. He's probably the biggest sleeper ever. Because who would have guessed a Duskull SH2 from Stormfront, shiny, and there's still listings out there, raw for 40 bucks. The last sold PSA 10, $1,000 and 37 bucks. $1,037, that's, that's huge. That is huge. Wow. Now, if this if there's not another ten that goes out there, a nine is going to be the best, the best thing for any other collector to get, and they're going to pay. That's a sweet card. Five hundred dollars, which is half the price of a ten, for forty bucks, and you grade at at ten dollars, maybe, maybe even grade at Express, you don't lose. Yeah, that's a sweet card. Yep, all three of these cards are, are reverse hollows as well. So Duskull has like a nice shiny purple. Um, look to the card. Voltorb has a nice shiny yellow, and Drifloon has a nice shiny purple as well because they're both ghost. So they're again, those nice. are lookouts, guys. Go check them out. I think they're solid. With the upcoming Diamond and Pearl uproar, we have no idea how the Pokemon cards will do. Um, we have no idea how that set is going to go. So get in while you can. Fire. Those are nice picks. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, we are into the last segment now. The fan favorite... The one I couldn't get rid of. The one. The only. Let's do it to him. Hit him with it. Let's go. All right. Top five. You guys know the sound. Let's go. You guys know the sound cue. I got so much feedback saying you better not take out the top five. Here it is. Well, if that's the case, we're going to keep it. Here it is. The top five. Top five. Number five this week. I've been looking on eBay, been quiet about it, but Pokemon Fossil Unlimited Booster Packs, I think it would be safe to say, if you're going to keep these things sealed, right, who cares if, who cares if it's heavy or light, I guess heavy would be a, an added plus, but if you're going to assume that every pack is light, I think right now, $250 is extremely low. If you can find one for $250 and below, which there are multiple listings on eBay, you can get an unlimited fossil booster pack for 250 and below you should be you should be accumulating them especially if you like the set you totally should let me tell you there was a time when my base set booster packs were 130 dollars each last year um around october november december i was selling them for 800 a pop why can't this happen to fossil um and uh there's multiple people talking about it uh, the card economist, he brought it up. Fossil's underpriced. Um, TCA Gaming brought it up. Fossil's underpriced. So um, just looking at where their eyes are going and then obviously doing my own research, I think it's great. If you have not bought any Fossil, you know what I mean? This is, this is, you know, this is big baller stuff, but you take a thousand bucks, you buy four of these packs, right? There's there's multiple ways of doing this. You could keep three so that you have an art set. Maybe you want the Lapras, the Zapdos, and uh, the Aerodactyl. The fourth, one, <clears throat> the fourth one, you wait till sometime later this year when it's selling for five hundred plus, and then you sell it, and then you've pretty much recuperated almost all your costs back, or at least gave yourself a seventy five percent discount on three unlimited booster packs that you're going to keep in your personal collection. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Uh, the more fossil gets opened up, which we're seeing every week, every month, um, the, the more rare it's going to become. And it's heavily slept on because of base set. But uh, I think twenty, I think 2021 is the year of all the 2020 collectors. They get more educated and they get more distinguished taste in Pokemon besides just base set, base set, base set, Charizard, Charizard, Charizard. They start to realize there's other things out there. They start going for these other things. So there's still time. If you find boosters for two fifteen below, you buy them. Got it. I agree with that. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I li I, even if even if they're I light, think, I think fossil is is, is uh, 
underrated as well. You know what I mean? Guys, I, I was selling light, lightweight base set for 800 a pop last year. Yeah, who knows? Who knows with, you know, Logan Paul look with his eyes looking back, you know, at Pokemon, wanting to get back into another box break, what box he's going to crack open. Yeah. Maybe he cracks open five different boxes, you know what I mean? For a new grand total of, of however much money. Yep. And maybe one of those boxes is Fossil. Who knows? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Who knows where it could go? This guy's already done a massive amount to the collecting uh, hobby, you know? So, you saw how... Everyone saw how base set changed when Logan mm-hmm. Paul got in. Yep. So don't be the one that loses out um, on Fossil if he ends up, you know, breaking. It's a good opportunity. Three, four boxes. For you to make money. It's a good opportunity for you to get back something you don't have before it gets out of control. Because who's going to pay $800 for some of my last remaining base set packs? Probably not any of you. This it's is one, just too much now. This is this is one of those uh, this is one of those times where it's like scared money makes no money. Yeah. This is 100% scare money. Scared money makes no money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Buying that base set booster box for, you know, 4500 was the best thing I ever did. But at the time, I didn't have as much experience as I do now. It was scary. But if you don't make moves, it's going to be a hard time making moves. So just take it from uh, take it from, from us. I think 250 and below is good. I've seen some at 219 220 you know, 225 I think those are great prices. Um, when I was buying Fossil... They were sixty to ninety dollars a pack, so uh, that time is long gone. But I hope that's info. You know, that's enough evidence there to show you that this thing has four xed since the last time I was buying fossil. A year ago, less than a year ago, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, I think uh, two fifty is. It's not impossible to say that these packs won't be five hundred dollars here soon. It's not impossible to say that. I think within six months you're going to see four hundred dollar fossil unlimited packs. I can see that. Yep. I can see it. Number four here. This is a big one. This is for the big wallets. I saw one. It's underpriced. It's underpriced. Hopefully that means something to you guys. A Rocket Unlimited Booster Box. Sealed. $12,000. The reason I say that is there, like like the Charizard that we mentioned earlier with the, the record, not the record, but the highest sale of the week. The person who paid $60,000 for that. There couldn't have been a better year that that person could buy a card for 60K and would be able to turn profit on it. So, the reason I say that is because um, there have been Rocket Unlimited booster boxes that have sold for 14K it's, and, and upwards of $20,000. So, 12K, there's only one. I'm sure it'll it, it might sit on the shelves for a little bit. But if you had $12,000, like if you're listening right now and you're like, dude, I got... 20k i'm ready to go in you get this rocket unlimited booster box and you do not open it unless you have faith that you have every charizard and every hollow blastoise in that set right i agree i mean this you keep it sealed you wait till the price gets to 18 or twenty thousand, and you move it and that and the whole time that you have that box sealed you make content on it you talk about it you take pictures of it you share it you love it you enjoy it but when it's time to move away from it you move away from it or, or you keep it forever, forever home. Or with this, or like I said, with the Logan Paul news again. Hey, team, a a, a rocket unlimited booster box gets popped open. Now everybody wants rocket unlimited booster boxes, and you pick one up for twelve k mm-hmm. before the before the boom. You know what I mean? Then now now you may be in a position to to sell your sealed rocket unlimited booster box. Maybe you, maybe even part out the the. Um, what's it called? Do a box break. Could do that too. Have people buy. Have people buy the packs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's all different kinds of. Let's see what that is. Actually, I want to see what that comes out to. So twelve thousand. Let's just say thirteen thousand after taxes. Oh, you're gonna do it like divide by thirty six. You'd have to sell each pack for three hundred sixty bucks. That's just to break even. And how much are packs selling for right now? Mm, they're around two seventy five to three hundred. Maybe in some cases, probably more. Yeah. So if you if you go, that's why I didn't put them. That's why I didn't put them on um, to buy them single packs, because you can't really find them for two fifty and below right now. So with it, with this being twelve k, this rocket unlimited booster box gets bought today, tomorrow, the next day. Whoever has it is really sitting on on gold, just like that Charizard. Yeah. Any any more box breaks that that happen? Any more um, especially that are becoming this year. unsealed? 
any more products that are no longer, you know, um, like pristine, you know what I mean? Like from factory, the original nostalgia, all that stuff. The more products that go out, the more, the more these prices are going to go up more and more and more. Cause it's all about scarcity. It's all about the amount of product that's still out there. So 12 yep. K seems like it's a bit of a stretch, but that's, that's why we're saying it's underpriced. It's it's underpriced. So yeah, no, there's there's the there's means, a, there's multiple others right now listed on eBay for fourteen and sixteen thousand. Yeah, if you have the means, this is this is an outstanding. This guy's just undercutting grab. the market. Yeah, that's all he's doing. He's undercutting. He need needs twelve k. Boom, move it. Uh, do your research. Check it out if you're interested. Definitely, I don't think you lose. I don't. No, think I don't. You I lose. don't think you lose at all in this either. This is the, the year. first or second. This one, is I don't the think year you, you do something crazy. Mm-hmm. And they get better. Oh, they get way better. All right. Last week, we talked about Lugia. He's back in the top five at number three. It's the Lugia Hollow from Neo uh, Genesis. PSA 8, not CGC. We talked about CGC last week. PSA 8. There is one on eBay right now for $599. 600 bucks for a PSA 8. I've looked at all the sold items. All the sold items are 700 plus. Some are around 600 to 900 this card's underpriced it's the only one what <laughs> no I just what's up no I'm gonna like oh yeah being a Lugia fan it's like it's on my watch list right now 599 it's about to be in my cart 599 <laughs> I'm serious it's about to be in my cart just um, keep in mind Charizard hollows are selling for like uh oh. Around this same price, or actually, they're around the eight hundred dollar price right now, in a PSA eight. Lugia is going to follow that path when Neo gets its day. Neo has not had its day yet. This is one of those cards you buy for six hundred. It could be. It's a Grail card, first of all. It's an unlimited Grail card, but it's a Grail card. Um, six hundred bucks could easily turn into two thousand dollars over the next twelve months. Yeah, that's a crazy six hundred bucks for a PSA eight. Neo Gen Lugia. Yep. Yep. I don't know. That, we that's talked crazy. about CGC. That's crazy. And I know some of you guys scooped up the CGC stuff that we talked about, which is great. I'm I'm happy for you. But remember, only half the work is done there. You buy the CGC eight, you crack it, you still have to hope that CGC is truly grading cards harder than PSA. That's how you could turn the seven into an eight. Here the work is done. You got the PSA eight, which is one of my favorite grades for vintage cards. That's like because you know, I'll 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 buy a six if i have to i'll buy a six or seven but if i find an eight much like my gold reshiram and gold zekrom i'm like that's that's amazing for an old card like that that's amazing yeah psa eight is is more respected in vintage cards um not a bad buy there 600 bucks i feel bad that's on the top five because it might be gone tonight um, let me see. Hold on. Maybe it's already gone. I would be. I would be. Interested. If it's not already gone, it'll probably. It might be gone tonight. Honestly, honestly, it might be gone tonight. It might be Lugia. buying it. There it is. There it is. Let's see it. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Well, Devin's looking at that. Number two. This is a chase card of fossil. We talked about fossil. This is the chase card. He's just drooling over there. This is the chase card of Pokemon Fossil. Check this out. Dragonite Hollow, PSA 8, 199. 199. Keep in mind, Dragonite is the chase of the set. That is the most sought after card in that set. PSA 8 Dragonite Hollow from Fossil, 199. There's also a CGC 8.5 that's selling for 199. So maybe you buy the 8.5, you crack it, you turn it into a 9. Or you go the other way and you say, no, I'm happy with an 8. I'll take that for 199 Less work, less stress, all that stuff. The interesting thing about this Dragonite mm-hmm. is that some PSA 7s have sold for the same prices of this 8. So either the 7 sold high or the 8's underpriced. So now think about where we put the, the Fossil. The Pokemon Fossil Booster Pack is number 5, 215 below. Whether it's light or heavy, you should be buying it. Because sealed is is pretty safe right now. Vintage sealed is so safe. You're going to do well. Um, But when we talk about the chase card of the set, in a PSA 8, I would almost hand you 200 bucks right now for a Dragonite. I've always wanted that card. Never had it. Um, 
PSA eight, I'll take it. That would be a that would be a personal collection grab at two hundred dollars. That's a personal collection steal. Easy money, easy. These are some great grabs. The top five is just juiced up. I, because we have all these new segments, it allowed the top five to just be like, psh. it's just I don't know what to say. It's prime. Yeah, the top five is definitely prime. This juiced. Yeah, that Dragonite pick and Lugia pick is big. I mean, obviously. The fossil booster packs are are still within my reach. Rocket limited booster box. But when you can lock in the chase of the set, so it's there. like it's like it's like hey, I can give you a heavy Neo Genesis pack, or I can give you this PSA eight Lugia, same price, your choice. Heavy Neo Gen. Really? Yeah. You would do that over a PSA eight Lugia. Over a PSA eight Lugia? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. That's what no, I'm no, saying. No. That's I thought what you were I'm talking saying. about the Dragonite or the no. Neo and Gen. now if I say here's a heavy. Fossil pack, and here's the chase card of the set Dragonite and PSA. Which one do you take? Oh yeah, Dragonite PSA. Because you could pull a Ditto out of that heavy pack. I pulled a Ditto yeah. out of my heavy pack, which is cool. But it ain't the Dragon. The Dragonite is a chase, and that's why they're featured in the top five. Because Lugia is the chase of his set. Dragonite is the chase of his set. I like it. You see how that works? Yeah, it's sick. Sweet. Let's get into number one here. This one I was blown away by. Blown away by. I think it's an easy sell later on this year if you if you're into that type of thing. CGC 8.5 Dark Charizard Unlimited Hollow. 350 bucks. You could buy it now and hold it till you know the next six, nine months, or you keep it in its forever home. 350 for an 8.5 yeah, 8. Charizard. 5. Yeah, that's crazy. That's technically a nine. Yep. Hollow Dark rocket, Charizard. Rocket popping off the way that it is. I don't yeah, know. That's 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 the staple of the deck right there. I mean, I know, the, of the set. That's a no-brainer. Yep. That is a no-brainer. So hopefully hopefully mm-hmm. that Rocket Unlimited booster box looks a little more interesting to you now. Or maybe you're like, "Wow, I forgot I totally forgot about Dark Charizard." He's great. He's great. Is that the hollow or is it not? Yeah, a it's a hollow. It's a hollow. Yeah, that 350. What? 350 that's for a hollow? Do you not understand? That I sold some of my Rainbow VMAX Charizards for 350 this past weekend. Nine. PSA nine for 350. And you're telling me that this 20-year-old card in an 8.5 is worth 350 you crazy. Want, I know some people who want like 100 bucks that are non-hollow. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's crazy. That Because you're already getting the grade out of it. I, I got mean, him. you're gonna crack the slab if you end up, if you end up going that route. You can go whatever route it's you want to go. Yeah, it's underpriced. Whether any way you look at it, it's just straight up underpriced. That is crazy. Yeah, I got a mega three fifty. I have a what? mega Charizard X in an eight point five, right there, down in that safe. That's worth three hundred bucks, and that's from two thousand fourteen. Flashfire Charizard. This guy's underpriced. Go on eBay, check it out if that's what you want to do. Let me see if he's still up. Let me make sure I'm not feeding you guys anything. It isn't true. Let's go to Charizard. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Charizard. There might he is. Be, might 349.99. Check it out. Might be a little more enticed to just buy the Dragonite, the Dark Charizard, and maybe like a Fossil Pack. Dude. Yeah, that's that's more volume right there. You get a little Ra- more. Rather than just one Lugia, but I don't know. Lugia really does his thing. I don't know. what. You, I'm turn- telling you. Oh, there it is. You could almost... Oh, man, you could almost, you could almost buy that Lugia PSA eight and list it for. You could buy it for five ninety nine. Turn around and list it for nine hundred and walk away. If you were like a reseller like that, you totally could. Or I could just have three. You could have three. Yeah, Lugias. I saw that raw one you had the other day. Yeah, I can have three Lugias in my collection. That's sick too. Three headed beast. That's sick too. I might have like a six, a seven, and an eight. That would be kind of cool. The raw one I have is a six. I have a seven. Yeah, and then then I could buy an eight. I have a six, seven, and eight. That's pretty cool. You then you'd be, you'd be on your way to probably trying to get one of each. Yeah, which would be I'd crazy. Have to, I'd have to bend in half one of Lugia's to get a one. <laughs> that would just be torture. Torture. Yeah. Hey, can I buy this Lugia from you? Oh, that's brutal, dude. The top five this week was lit, lit, and um, like I've said before. You know, us us changing up the show and adding new elements to it, um, even though it's week one for a lot of these new segments, it allows us to focus much more on this gem type stuff in the top five. Because 
I, I've been mentioning it a lot lately on my TikTok and a lot lately, you know, just in general to you guys in the Discord. It's very exhausting for me to talk Pokemon card values all the time. It's why on TikTok, some of my some of my most recent videos are strictly about the history of a card or admiring the artwork of a card and it has nothing to do with money because it is truly exhausting. Um, but when I take a break, it allows me to put out really good work like this. And I think the top five, this is one of the best top fives I've seen in a long time. Just straight fire for vintage. Oh my gosh. These are great prices. Great prices. It's crazy that you can spend, you could spend about $1,500 this week and get four out of the five top five items. That's nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. And these are baller cards. These are not scrub cards. These are these are chase cards of all kinds of vintage sets graded in an eight or better. I like it. Yeah, super. Top I'm five. Pumped on it. Top five came back and stayed. That's Pop. why it's the king of the show. The king. The king crown of the monsters. Jewel. Godzilla. The crown jewel of the show. <laughs> Poke Tower top five. Yeah, the title track. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's been a great episode. Episode 20, guys. All kinds of new segments out there. Give us that feedback. We Give need us the it. feedback. Yeah. Everyone that's on our Discord that's listening. Yes, everyone on the Discord. We are now in a community. You oh, guys yeah. have an open way of communicating with us. Yep. That's just right there. You can literally just send whatever you wanted to and it'd be right there. 100%. We would see it on our phones. We have our notifications turned on. We see every single message that gets sent to our Discord. 100%. Yep. So with that said... That challenges all of our Discord guys that are on there already. We need your participation now. We need your participation now. We yep. already got a little bit, a little bit of it coming into this episode. We got some of the uh, participation on the Discord, but now we need the feedback. We need the feedback. Let us know how it went. Let us know how you guys liked it. Let us know, you know, anything. Continue sending stuff to the segments, right? Continue. Detective Pikachu. That's right. Link us some content that you think is questionable. Yeah, you think it's questionable. If you see a, a creator that you're like, I don't know about that information. Yeah. It's kind of misleading. What do you guys think I about kinda, this? I kind of get it. I kind of don't. I kind of. I kind of agree, but I'm not sure because it kind of goes against what, like, I hear from Poke Tire Podcast. Can you guys enlighten me? Mm-hmm. Then we'll say, hey, no, this guy is totally right. He's what he's saying. There's a lot of value. It's very knowledgeable, but he is wrong in this in this point, mm-hmm. or he is wrong when he says this, or he is misleading when he says that. You know, we can do anything like that. You can send us good content. And be like, hey, this is some. I saw this. Do you guys know about this? Send it to us. Like, hey, we had no idea about that. Check it out. It, we fact check it. It comes true. We share it with everybody on the podcast. Everybody wins. Big community here, guys. With the Discord, we've made it even more easy, more possible to me- communicate with us in real time, get some real personal experience and feedback, some one-on-one time with us, some whatever it is. The Discord is there. It's such a big, big step for the podcast. Duel us and get and clapped. For, yeah. And for everyone in <laughs> our podcast community, it's such a big step for everything and in, especially in the right direction so use it abuse it we want you guys' uh interaction you yep. want you guys' uh 100 percent 100 it's been fun i enjoy i enjoy talking to you guys i enjoy seeing uh your grabs so gengar's grabs is not has not completely gone we share it on the discord whenever we get a new card it's like hey check it out and everyone in the discord is like oh what so it's really fun um quick disclaimer though you guys already know on the podcast we're here we're here we're professional we're uh Respectful, yeah. kind, honest, you know what I mean? Just down-to-earth people. If you want to join the Discord, we do not, do not endorse people being jerks yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, sure. we don't endorse toxic uh, toxicity. We don't endorse negative you stuff. You get banned. Get banned immediately. Banned from the chat. No matter how long you've been listening to the podcast from episode one, you get banned. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's no... Too much out there. It's too much out there in the Pokemon community. Uh, too much in the collecting community for we us to be turning each other going. down. We got a good thing going. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, I like it. Last bit. Last bit. This Thursday. This Thursday, we will be sharing with you guys our 20-card submission to PSA. Ooh. 20-card bulk submission. Uh, so it's still going to be a live QA, but it's going to be targeted towards the PSA submission. So if you're going to ask questions, it's going to be about why are you sending that card what made you want to send it? Things like that. Hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? Everything regarding PSA, but what it's going to be is... How I'll did you check the value? Yeah, you know I got I mean? 10 cards. Devin has 10 cards. And what we're going to do is we're going to... I'm going to share my 10. I'm going to show you the PSA 9, PSA 10. 
and I'm going to break down to you, you know, why I'm sending these cards. It's really basic. Hopefully you guys don't overthink it. It's actually a lot more simple than you thought, um, than you probably think if you haven't yet. Um, but yeah, so that'll be on the fourth week of every, every month. Last week of every month, instead yeah. of doing the live Q and A, where it's just anything, we yeah. would do a live, um, PSA, PSA submission, submission. Yep. with uh, a Q&A that's geared towards yep. PSA submissions. We're basically just sharing with you. These are the cards we're sending, and this is why. Yep. And then hopefully there's some conversation we'll just do it live sparked. so you guys can see. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You guys can see. You guys can learn. You can see how we do it every single month. Same thing. You see how we like enter in the cards, see what cards we pick, all that stuff. 100%. It's very easy, very simple stuff. Um, episode 20. Episode 20. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and uh, we will see you guys this Thursday if you're on YouTube and if not we will see you guys next Wednesday on episode 21 of the podcast let's go see it